Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas Sportsbook from the guys that actually work behind it. With your hosts, Alan Berg, Dave Sharapan, and Matoy Pearson. All right. Welcome to the Cash Considerations podcast, Friday night, late night edition. Well, it's not so late for the West Coast, but late night driving home from the bars on the East Coast for our listeners there. I am joined tonight um, by our crew. We got AB at work at Caesars. How are you tonight, sir? Good, man. How's it going? Uh, we're hanging. We're hanging. And then we got Mo lurking <coughs> the streets somewhere here in Vegas, hanging out. What's happening, Mo Toy? Big Dave. Big Dave. I'm feeling good. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure, as usual. Uh, you know, I'm just ready to get right into it, so I'll let you handle your biz. All right. Well, tonight we're going to discuss basically the final four in both the NBA and the NHL. Um, exciting times here in Vegas, at least for the Golden Knight fever that has taken over the entire city. We're going to get to that second. Um, we got the final four in the NBA that uh, I think, I don't know if everybody wanted to see Cleveland Boston. I think. Cleveland Philly would have been the ideal matchup, but we got uh, we got some very compelling matchups, and you know the heavyweight battle that everybody wanted to see with Golden State and Houston. So we're going to discuss those first. Talk about the series prices, the lines, things like that, and uh, maybe we'll give out some picks for the at least the opening games and give our takes on where these series are going to go. And then we'll dive into the NHL and do the same thing. We had game one tonight, and the Capitals stole home ice, won the game four to two over the Lightning, so we got something to discuss there. And then we're going to break down the hometown team as well and see if uh, we can find a way that the Knights can beat the Jets. So we'll discuss that, and then at the end we're going to uh, we were going to discuss some UFC, but in the words of uh, AB, the card stinks. So I think we're going to discuss some boxing. Would you agree with that, AB? That's pretty accurate of what I said, yep. All right, so I got confirmation from our boy Louis D as well via text. He said, yeah, the card is, you know, for fans only, and even then fans aren't going to really like this card. So yeah. um, we're going to just stray from that, maybe get to some boxing, but... Let's lead things off with Cleveland and Boston. Cavaliers, Celtics. Um, I will defer to you first, Mo. Um, the series price is Cavs, what, minus 250? Somewhere in that neighborhood? I think it sounds about right. Is that right, Ellen? Cavs minus 250? Um, no, it's pretty much up to $3 most places. Wow. Yeah. So we got some money support. coming in. Yeah, a lot of support on Cleveland. Um, this would be the first time since 2005 that both teams without home court would make it to the finals. Um, that was the Spurs and the Pistons. So, and both home, both visiting teams are favored pretty heavily in these series. Cavs, Boston, Mo. Where do you stand before this series starts? I mean, I know you've been saying it. We've been talking about it and joking about it. You've been saying it's Cavs and Warriors for months. Um, I haven't. You still feel the same I, way? 
Yeah, man, I haven't changed, man. I mean, it's it's just uh, I wouldn't go so far to call it inevitable, but I mean, you know, it's just it's just what it is. It's it's you know, it sucks to some people. Uh, I would I would assume most people, if they're you know getting tired of it, uh, you know, I. You know, it's just uh, you know, you got LeBron in a in a in a he's he's playing his best, uh, you know, right after that Pacers series where you know they had a rough time, but you know he kind of. He, he can kind of carry the team through that through that uh through that Raptor series where you know the the supporting cast did a little bit better, uh, but now he's going into a a place where he's had some success, uh, you know, going with the Heat and finally beating the Celtics and he knows the Celtics pretty well with no Kyrie, uh, and obviously no Gordon Hayward. I think he should have some type of success, more success than some, and I know the Celtics have uh you know the youth within uh, Tatum Brown, and our guy Scary Terry. Terry Rozier, and uh, <laughs> you know, with the, uh, you know, with Brad Stevens too. I think if, if anybody's the scariest one, it should be Brad Stevens because um, I think, uh, you know, when it comes to film, uh, when it comes to kind of knowing uh, personnel and you know putting guys in the place to you know to be their best, uh, this is where the Cavs should be the most scared. I think that's where they got the most of an edge. I'm not saying Lou is a head case or anything like that. I like Tyron Lou. But I think Celtics might have an edge here, um, you know, against the Cavs coaching-wise. Well, speaking of, can... speaking of coaching, Mo, I'm going to go to Al here. Your boys fired Dwayne Casey today. Oh. They, they, oh. The Raptors had the best regular season record, and they fired their coach because they didn't, you know, they got swept again by Cleveland. So, uh, you know, Mo just said it. Stevens is the difference. For the Celtics, I'll give you the soapbox right now, at least to discuss the Raptors and their failure. But why that with Stevens is going to be maybe the difference in this series? Well, first of all, I want to take the mic off my uh, shirt and just walk out. <laughs> so um, we're off to a rocket start. Um, I, I mean, I feel like this is just the situation of the fall guy. You know, like somebody had to go on the basis of what happened. And Casey, I feel like, did a good job with the team. I mean, they, they did, you know, earn the one seed regardless of what people think. They, they were uh, one of the few teams that, that had a winning record against the Rockets during the regular season. Um, their stars just disappeared, man, is what it comes down to. He's paying two guys 50-plus million dollars to, to, you know, shine when it matters most. And they disappeared. And Lowry had a better series than DeRozan. But I go back to game one and just, you know, when they were needed to step up in the last four minutes, they they just didn't. And uh, unfortunately for Casey, uh, you know, he's out. But, I mean, I don't think he'll be long for a job if he wants it, um, just on what he built there. And uh, he did come from Dallas as a, as a great assistant. And since he left Dallas, the Mavericks have been trash. So... Uh, you know, I, I think that the Raptors did – the the general manager, um, he did what he could, man. Like, he, at this point, they can't really blow anything up because of the salaries. No one's going to take those salaries, I feel like, for – unless, you know, somehow they're going to eat some of it. I don't know. But they're a mess. Uh, this was the last, like, big ride they had with the Sixers and Celtics on their way up. So, uh, crusher. But, you know, moving on. I mean – so now 
okay, the stars in Toronto had it in their head, whatever it was, they can't, they couldn't beat LeBron. I mean, LeBron, though, everything you said on the last show was accurate. Um, Can the Celtics, they, they don't have that fear, do they? I don't think so because I think their leader instills that in them. And I think that they, they might even be surprised that they took out the Sixers so easily. So the confidence for them is high. Um, I, I wonder too, if we're all overrating, we were underrating the Cavs earlier and now maybe we're overrating them a little bit. Cause I, I'm still not hundred percent convinced this team is that good. It was just, like you said, they had the Raptors number they're in their head because um, the Raptors completely outplayed them in game one and LeBron was the only thing working for them and it didn't matter until the final minutes of the game. But after they lost game one, I said that series was over. I knew they I mean, I bet I immediately bet the Cavs to win the series. Um, it's just, you know, it's depressing, but, uh, but yeah, Boston, I think does have a shot, man. I think the price is a little high now. Um, I would have made it like two forty. So to get back plus two fifty on the other side, that that'd be the point where I start thinking about making a bet. Right. Um, th- I mean, there seems to be value on that price. With they're doomed. The, the Celtics are doomed. The Celtics are doomed. <laughs> Mo just he totally believes it. He just been he's been saying it for weeks. Um, Mo, would you be surprised at least? We'll just give you the first two games at home. Can't Boston split those games? Yeah, I, I actually think they're going to win game one. Oh, I think that, hot take right there. Right. I think Celtics win the game. Um, uh, they're coming off a sh- uh, obviously a shorter rest, but I think it's good for them. You know, I think that, you know, it, you know, they, you know they, they're all competitive. They're younger. Uh, they're, they're in, and I know Cavs have been rested and are, they're waiting. Uh, but it, it's tough, man. It's tough to play in Boston. You can ask the, the, the couple teams before them. I mean, they, they, they barely could win in, in – uh, in Boston, and I know the Cavs are a little bit better with LeBron, but I think there's just a, a certain uh, they got a certain something going going on for them at home. Um, Would you and guys I think they, say they, that the Celtics play a little more like Indiana than Toronto did? Like I I, I, I saw the Cavs in Indiana on the road. They didn't look um, good. They got blown out one game. I mean, I just think that the, what I've seen from the Cavs on the road all season let alone in recent. I mean, they won both games in Toronto, but game four, I mean, uh, game two was after the debacle in game one. So that one was almost a gimme, like Al said. He bet it every, you know. Um, but Cleveland on the road doesn't scare me. Am I am I off there, Al? No, I don't think so. Um, again, I, I kind of what you're saying, see that the Pacers took them seven games, right? Yeah. Are the Pacers as good as the Celtics? I would say the Celtics are probably better. So, you know, that's why I feel like they do have a shot. Not saying that they're going to win the series, but um, I think it's the, the overreaction, you know, underreaction kind of thing where we, we're just going from one side of the spectrum to the other too quickly. And um, I think it had more to do with just they couldn't like the Raptors just couldn't beat LeBron and that's been their Achilles heel. So, you know, I, I don't know, man, it's going to be a great series. I, I think there's a really good shot. The Celtics win this series. And I know Mo's very anti well, it's Cavs Warriors, it's Cavs Warriors, Cavs Warriors, but I'm not, I'm not saying this from what I want to see. It's not like I'm going, well, I just don't care. I just want one of these teams to get beat. I, I just think that the, 
I think that these four teams are all a lot. Well, not so much the Celtics. I, I, I still feel like the LeBron factor is the only thing that makes the Cavs good. No, that's um, right. That's yeah. right. I yeah. The the young talent for the Celtics are great, and I think they're more underrated because they think the Cavs are so good. But I think the young talent can bring more to the table. I mean, not only offensively but defensively. I mean, they're, I mean, they're they're a pretty scrappy group, just like the Pacers. I mean, it's it's almost the same deal how scrappy they are, and I think defensively, uh, like I said with Stevens, because you know how he, you know how he how he coaches, how he puts guys in position. Not only does he does it, not only does he do it offensively, but he can do it defensively as well. Mm-hmm. Does the first game line surprise you guys? I mean, because if Boston's going to be favored in a game, wouldn't this be the one? Like, Boston's not going to be favored in any of the games, I don't think, if they're not favored here in game one. In in my opinion, these lines are irrelevant. There's no real favorite in a one-and-a-half-point spread. I Agreed. Mean, I, I've, always, I've always stuck by my, uh, you know, and, and a lot of people I'm sure will think I'm an absolute lunatic, but um, I think that these – you know, spreads in, in the NBA basketball are essentially anything from like one and a half to four is essentially the same number only because um, you just have free throws coming into the equation so often um, that, you know, it's more, it's more important of how much you're laying on, on those numbers than uh, the actual number itself. Okay. Well, Mo said he likes Boston in game one. AB, you got a, a side in game one in this one? I, again, I like Boston for the series. So for me, I, I think they win this game. Um, this is their best uh, opportunity, I think, to catch the Cavs with a lot of what they're doing from a coaching s- standpoint. Um, the first game on the floor, so to say. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like Boston. All right. We'll make it a, a triumvirate. I also like the Celtics in game one. I think they're very live for the series. Um I, I just I like the how they've built up and obviously Stevens is the X factor. He's gonna figure out a way to LeBron's gonna get his, but I would think if it comes down to it in crunch time, he's gonna make LeBron give up the ball and, and or force him into really bad shots. Like it, he's not getting to the hoop and if he makes the shots, he makes the shots. But I just think that, that Stevens is gonna keep Boston in the series way more than uh you know a three dollar favorite should <laughs> it yeah. just seems way too high uh all right jump into the golden state houston series we've been waiting all season for this thing and golden state doesn't have home court advantage in a playoff series for the first time in three years um they open on the road uh, <laughs> and it's crazy it's yeah, crazy to me. They're, they're one and a half point dogs but I, you know, I, I agree with pretty, basically everything you said there, AB. The one and a half doesn't mean anything. Who's going to win the game? Mo, Golden State wins this one? Or is this the game yeah, Houston Gold- wins? No, nah, Golden State will win. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I love home teams, especially in game one. And I, I know Rockets are – the Rockets – I think the Rockets are obviously more pumped up. I think the Warriors are uh, not going off what Draymond said about uh, he wants to play anybody because I – I feel like he has a certain vendetta against the Rockets because they're the one seed. I don't care what he said. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, no, you know, it's uh, – I mean, they're both talented teams. I like what D'Antoni's been doing. Uh, he's got the team on the right track. After that, that Jazz loss, uh, they answered like how a championship team should. 
uh, and they you know they closed out the series. Uh, big ups to Chris Paul. I'm I'm very happy that he made the Western Conference Finals. Are you do you guys agree? Are you guys on board with that? CP3 making it finally. First time for him. Um, yep. Obviously, that's the that's the X factor. Um, yeah. You know that Houston didn't have before when Golden State beat them in the playoffs. Al, is that enough of a difference for you to to say Houston? You know, I mean. Again, this price is what right now? Minus two twenty. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's anywhere from like a dollar ninety to two two ten, essentially. Um, I got kind of a wild take for you on this game. Excellent. Um, I actually, I actually like the Warriors a lot in Game One, and then I would immediately take all the money I win from Game One and roll it on Rocket Series price. Hey, oh, just because I think no, 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 I hear you. <laughs> I like I just, no, this. Is, this is good. I like. I it. just think the. Uh, I it's think very, the nerves uh, are going to get the Rockets in Game One. I, th- I think that if it's close, that they might make a mistake. Uh, being at home, kind of like the pressure of, you know, I, I don't think they necessarily need to win at home. They have enough firepower, I think, to compete with Golden State no matter where the game's played. So, um, for me, I, I think it, it's it's one of these things where. The game's probably close, and I can see them making a, mis- a dumb mistake that they just kind of have to get over. And then I think game two, they'll come out and just smash. And then uh, I expect them to actually get a game in game three or game four. So I think that that's definitely a seven-game series in my eyes. I think it's going to be real competitive. Okay. Um, Mo, you see this series going six or seven games as well as uh... – what do you think the Celtics in the uh, Cavs series is going to go as far as number of games? <laughs> I Well, I, I can tell you right now, if because uh, I like Boston here in game one. Uh, I actually love Boston in game one. I, I think they get out they get out on them, uh, and they, and they kind of give the Cavs a hard time. They win this one. And um, I still think the Cavs win game two, and if they do, I think it goes in five. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're that good. I think if they can win that game in game two, uh, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say they will. Uh, they sweep at home, and then they win in Boston, um, you know, where Boston's been the greatest. But uh, it closed out games. We obviously know how LeBron does and, uh, you know, how he does against um, uh, just opponents in the East, uh, not okay. just saying the Celtics. But uh, for the for the Warriors, I I, I agree. I think, um, I think they split games. Uh, uh, you know, they, they win one here in Houston. Houston win, uh, wins one in Golden State, and it probably goes to six or seven. I think that's uh, that's how it probably is. I think it's going to be real competitive, something uh, possibly historic that we'll be watching and talking about in, in, in the later years. Okay. Um, well, that being said, is this the winner, the finals champion? I mean, is, is either team, Cavs or Celtics, going to beat the winner of this series out realistically? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, plain and simple. I, I, I'm 100% in agreement with they're you, Mo. Win. They're not going to win. They're not going to win. Mo, they ain't gonna win. would you agree, Mo? They're not going to win. All right. Oh, man. The West, they're just too – the firepower is too wild. They just got too many great players. Um, you know, and I, I just think, like, from the, the East perspective of the talent that they're working with, uh, no knock on anyone. I think they're all great. But what they have to adjust to in the West – uh, it's just a, it's just a whole different type of game. So, um, you know, for them, good luck. But I, you know, I think anybody out of the West that comes out, they'll they'll be the champion. 
uh, for this year. Selfishly, I want to see the Celtics win. I just, I, I just want to see something different. Uh, if they win, it's going to be a seven-game series most likely because LeBron's going to win two games by himself. So they'll find a way to win another game, and then the Celtics will have to win the game seven. Um, Houston Golden State, man, I, I, I got to say it's going to be extremely entertaining, very compelling, back and forth. Uh, I like the take Al has Golden State game one and just double it up and take Houston either in game two or the series price is going to be very juicy at that point, you would think, right? Oh, no, that – and that's what I meant, actually. I'm saying series price because I think you're just getting such tremendous value on them right. having lost one game at home. Because I don't, I think they're both so good, it's not going to matter um, who loses what game where. I think it's, you know, like I said, it, it, to me, it's a seven game series. So what do you, what do you think they'll, back, if they're coming what do you think they'll be Houston, getting on the Rockets if they do lose game one? At least, uh, like, I mean, three, think, three and a half, maybe four to one. I was going to say four. I was going to say four dollars. Yeah. Um, I think the price is probably going to double. Yeah, and I think right. I yeah. think it'll be. I think that's. A, I I think it's what you have to do on the basis of what the line is now, obviously. But I do think that it's not something in this series that bothers me. I don't think Houston can't go on the road at winning Golden State. You know what I mean? Right. Like I felt much worse about like when the Cavs won Game One at Toronto because I felt like for them it was it was a bigger deal than it would be for the Cavs. The Cavs the same way they wouldn't care where they have to play. They're not going to be worried about that kind of a thing. Um, so in my eyes, I'm like, if I'm thinking the series is going to be a seven-game series, you're just going to get such a great price after a game one loss that if they can bring it all the way back to Houston for game seven, you're going to get, you know, the, you're going to get the Warriors at plus 105. So you're going to, I mean, at worst, you got a free roll on the Rockets. Yep. In my, in my, in my crazy mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's 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 numbers. It's not that's, about right. It's, no. Right, it's it's not just so crazy. I mean, numbers wise, it makes a lot of sense. All right, well, that's uh, that's our NBA talk. We're gonna jump to hockey. We gotta talk pucks. Um, we'll go over real quickly the Caps and Lightning game one tonight, man. Uh, the Caps came out and rode the momentum from beating the Penguins and uh, really took it to the Lightning. Uh, scored first, scored often, scored on the power play, um, and then they didn't really hold on, but you know they took their their foot off the gas in the third period and got undisciplined and let the Lightning back in the game, and you know made it interesting. But but Holpe was there, um, and you know they got a couple fortunate bounces to get goals and and the reversal on the goal, and then you know. Uh, Ovechkin scored with three seconds left in the first period. Wasn't the essentially the game was over, but those those end of period goals are huge. I keep talking about those. Anyhow, series price before the game had the Lightning around what minus one eighty, I believe. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Eighty ninety cents. Okay. Like um, yeah. Are we down to pick them with the adjusted price, most likely? Yeah, I would think so. I think that, that'd be pretty pretty accurate. I, I'm kicking myself for not playing the Capitals. I loved them today, and I, I'm just so bad at hockey. I'm so gun shy. I, I like the Capitals so much. I was considering like the three to one on the reverse puck line. Right. And then I didn't even bet the money line. Like I'm just uh, that's that's just me in hockey in general. That's why I don't bother betting it. 
So when I don't bet, I, I would do well, and when I do bet, I seem to lose. I don't know. <laughs> I had the caps, and I had over, so pushed on the total. Oh. Yeah. One game one. I have no idea uh, about game two because I like the way that the Lightning fought back. And But there's no doubt this one's going six or seven. This, this is going back and forth. I don't think one team has a clear advantage. I, I was a little surprised that the price came so high. I mean, the Lightning did win four in a row against Boston. Um, but the Caps are surely live, aren't they, Al? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, like I said, I liked them in game one, and I thought I actually thought about taking their series price as well. Um, I, I just, uh, I don't know, for me, like, I just have a harder time betting, like, series prices unless it's, like, where I think it's really off or um, I got a decent amount of money to put down. And, uh, you know, I got, I, got, I got the old fam and kids and all these things that keep taking my bankroll, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta oh, yeah. be real selective when I decide to step out on something. So Absolutely. most of it's just uh, messing around kind of stuff. But but yeah, yeah I, I think the Capitals are for sure live. Um, I, I think that they just are relaxed, and maybe that was all they ever really needed. And uh, to catch the Lightning in Game One is huge. You can tell with the way they're playing. Not that the the monkey or 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 in this case the gorilla of the Penguins are off their back, and, and there's no pressure, <laughs> but. They, they looked so confident going into a, a hostile environment, and they're very familiar with the Lightning, obviously. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, if, if Holpe just continues to make those key saves, the Capitals have a better power play. The Lightning got to keep them, you know, playing five on five. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we can see the Caps representing the East. We got to go to our boys here in the West, though. Um, wow, Winnipeg just went to Nashville and <laughs> housed that team. They got two quick goals. He got the hook, Rene, out of the game, and they scored. But you felt like, oh boy, they better score again quick here, or this one's over. And and Winnipeg, I think, solidified their position as the favorite. Um, at least going out the rest of the way. I don't know if they'll be favored against the Lightning, but it'll be close. Anyhow, um, looking forward to this series. Mo, I know you know you've gotten on board with the hockey. Do you <laughs> see anything here that you essentially you know want enough to bet, other than just an action play, at least in game yeah, one no. or the series? <laughs> no, I. Uh... You know, I, I mean, uh, you know, Jeff's been talking the Jets up for, you know, quite, quite a bit. And, um, you know, he's been schooling me as much as you guys have been schooling me, uh, you know, through the days. Uh, I mean, and, and just watching it, you know, I mean, both teams are pretty dominant. Um, you know, the Jets came on strong. I mean, you know, Nashville's a, you know, a pretty adequate team. They've already been there. And, you know, the way that the uh, the Jets kind of handled them there in game seven, it seems like they're, they're pretty hungry to get, uh, you know, after the Western Conference finals right now against the Knights uh you know I, I I don't know I mean you know the Knights they played the the Kings and the Sharks uh you know teams that they're pretty familiar with in their own division uh you know you know they've been on the west coast I don't know if it really matters as much you know being on the road uh going to California uh where now as if they got to go 
you know, up, you know, north to uh, Winnipeg. Uh, so, you know, it's just it's something for me. I think, you know, they've they've already been good there. I think they're two and one, right, uh, against them. Against the them head to head. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I'm you know I'm just I'm just not the biggest uh, you know hockey uh, advocate uh, you know to go and say something, but I I don't know about the series. I think it's going to be hard for the Knights, uh, you know, to, to play with a team like this because I know the Knights are hungry. I, I think that, you know, the Jets are probably a little bit better, uh, you know, on all the lines that, you know, that, that they run with. Uh, but I, I I would want to bet Jets here. <laughs> okay. You know, if I had a lay. The, the series uh, price is minus series, 140, I, I right? I have a, huh? The series price it. is minus 140, Al? Uh, yep, that's about right. 140, okay. 135s. Ah. All right, well, the Knights have, you know, they're representing the whole country going up to Canada. <laughs> Canada hasn't had a Stanley Cup winner in a long time. And, you know, what happens when a team is actually in the conference finals? The whole country is rooting for them. They want to see their team get to the finals and at least play for the Cup. Um, Al, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's not I, – I would have rather played Nashville – you know, being here and, and, and being a Knights fan. But I I think that this game, this series, the Knights could win. There's no there's no shoe in either way. But the Jets can match their speed. The Jets actually have a really good power play. Um, there's a few things the odds are stacked against the Knights. But how do you see the series kind of playing out? Um, I actually really like the Jets. Um I think that they just are going to be able to go to a different level than the Knights are on a on a you know five minute at a time type of a game. Um, I don't know. I just there's just too many things that I've seen through the series uh, with the Knights against the uh, Sharks and even the Kings. Even though even though they won all those games, I didn't feel like that it was super impressive. Um, so I think this is the best team they'll they will have p- played. And uh, I think the Jets are going to win in five. Oh, wow. You're calling you for a short series. Yep. What were you going to say, I think they dropped Mo? the first. Do you think the Knights are, like, are a square play? I mean, just um, in- No, I mean, I, like, if they lo- – like, I'll put it this way. I, even though I'm giving you that prediction, it wouldn't, like, shock me that if the Knights won. I just think – they have to go to a different level than they've gone in the so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs because I, right. I don't think they're playing a team that they can make the mistakes they made in games against the Sharks and find a way to win. I don't. I think that the Jets are the kind of team that are going to make you pay for your mistakes, and like I, I just think overall the four line depth of the Jets, like from top to bottom, is just better. And I think over the course of this you know, run that they're both on it to me, it'll just shine more as the, as the playoffs go deeper. And that's, you know, kind of my point about like, that's why the Penguins and the Blackhawks and the Kings and these teams always would show up and find a way to win the cup because they, they can go that, they can go that extra, you know, inch every game. And the Knights have kind of been fortunate in a few games. So it just leaves me to believe that they're not priced appropriately right now. Right. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, in general, because, like, the Knights are, like, the, um, you know, like, they're on a, they're on a plateau, they're on a certain, you know, because they're, they're the new team, you know what I mean, like, 
not just us in Vegas, but just around the world. I mean, I just figure like, you know, everyone might be pressing them, especially because they're a dog. And I mean, obviously, we know it's just not that way because of how good the Jets are. Yeah, that's. I will I say mean, that's a good point. Go ahead, Al. I was just gonna say I will say this: if they beat the Jets, they're gonna win the Stanley Cup. Okay, no, I and I agree. That I, yes. Okay. Because then I'll buy into the whole team of destiny. If they can right. actually do that. I, I'm just that. I, I mean, they're gonna win it all. We're gonna party so fucking <laughs> hard. <laughs> We're party. All three of us will party hard. It's gonna. It's going to be sick if that happens. But <laughs> we got we got a long way to yes. go. It's going to be a long week here. Um, yep. I think uh, I, I I can see where you're coming from, and and you know obviously we've had Jeff on the show. He's he's one of our regular guests and a, a good friend and a hockey guy, and he's on the Jets. I mean he has you know a position uh, that he bought a long time ago on the Jets to win the cup. So. He, uh, he's foreseen this, and um, I can't say I disagree. The Jets are deeper. The Jets can, like I said, match the speed. The one thing that I think the Knights really have going for them is they have the best goaltender left in the playoffs in, yep. in Flurry. And what we've seen in years past, yep, um, the goalie can win the series. And the hockey expression is, he's going to have to stand on his head to do it. And this is the factor for me. This is the series that Fleury has to win for the team. He has to win this series. He's been great. He's had, uh, you know, he had a couple moments in, in San Jose, gave up a couple soft goals. I mean, there were only 10 goals scored in the whole Kings series combined by both teams. So, obviously, played out of his mind there. But... This is a, this is a series that um, the Knights are probably going to get outshot every game, um, and as long as they don't get sucked in to penalties, because they can kill one or two off, but they can't kill three or four off in a game. The, 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 right? The, yeah, the power plays for the Jets is just too good. So uh, this is going to be the series, and yes, if they win this series, man. Look out, whoever it is, Tampa or Washington, because uh, the Knights will have found whatever. Yeah, it's it. The momentum, everything will be tilted that way. I I can't wait. I I just I can't wait to see how they come out in Game One. If they play the road games that they've been playing, I I I like the under. I think it'll be um, and to like a Jets under, that's probably pretty rare, but. I like the under because I think Fleury will keep them in the game. Um, AB, you got a, a side for game one? Do you like the Jets? Honestly, um, not a big fan of game one. Um, just because I feel like the pressure is going to be on uh, the Jets um, mm-hmm. to be, you know, four four games away from the Stanley Cup final in that building. And this is where this is the game I feel like the Knights can steal. Right. So – I, you know, for me, it's a no play. Um, I would, I would lean Jets, but not at you know a dollar forty-five, dollar fifty. Uh, I, yeah, I, it's it's a stay away game for me. I, I think we could see overtime, that kind of a game. Um, what what I think will give Vegas trouble is if they do drop game one. I think they get steamrolled in game two, mm. and I think that's where the the whole uh, idea of my five game series comes into play. I think the Jets edge this thing out in overtime. 
which makes me scared to play it. They, they, they win that game. They steamroll game two. They take one of three or four on the road in Vegas because they'll be very relaxed and, uh, and then finish it up at home. Game okay. five. All right, I can see that. I think Vegas will get one of the first two games, and I, I think it's game one more than game two for sure. Um, it's going to be it's gonna, the atmosphere, everything that comes with it. Please make sure the game starts at 4 o'clock tomorrow, or if you're listening to the show on Saturday, 4 o'clock Pacific. Make sure you tune in and watch the beginning of the game. Watch the anthems. Watch all that stuff, and you'll get a true feel for what these guys are playing for. And the atmosphere... The whole country up there rooting for the Jets and what it entails. All that said, yes, the pressure will be on the Jets. Vegas can get the first goal and play that road game that they've been so successful at. They could steal game one. They split. They split the games in Vegas. The game, the series goes six or seven, and all bets are off. So I, I'm rooting for the Knights. Uh, just because of the story, I want to see it. But I'm also kind of, it would be all right to see the Jets, too. It's going to be elite-level hockey the rest of the way. If you're on board, keep watching. If you're not, get on board. You missed the boat already. And you just enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. You yeah. Missed it. <laughs> uh, it's only going to get better. So uh, I, I, I saw something today. The Knights have sold more merchandise since the playoffs started than they did in the three months prior to the uh, playoffs starting. So somebody's buying the stuff. I see it everywhere I go. Somebody delivered Vegas night cookies today to the, to the sports book. I don't even know someone from one of the restaurants in the book. So uh, it's all over and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But, Let's jump to, uh, we were going to discuss maybe a little UFC, and we got nixed because the card stinks, so we're going to discuss some boxing. Uh, AB is a boxing guy, and Lomachenko's fighting tomorrow night. He's a massive favorite. If you missed it today, Rafael Nadal was a minus 1,400 favorite uh, in his tennis tournament. He lost in straight sets. We got about the same price tonight, uh, tomorrow for the Lomachenko fight. Al, is he have a shot at losing? I mean, he's arguably he's one of the best boxers pound for pound right now in boxing, right? He's number one. He's number one. Okay. He's number one. Uh, the only couple things here is that he is going up in weight. Um, he's looking for a world title in his third weight class in only his 12th professional fight. So that should tell you the kind of level we're dealing with here. Um, for those of you who haven't seen, uh, Nomas Chenko, as he coined himself in his last fight, because I love it. Four, <laughs> it's incredible. Four straight fighters have quit against this guy, and they were all like world class fighters. Um, he won the gold medal twice in the Olympics. He was 396 and one as an amateur. Oh my and God. He, God! And the only guy who beat him, he beat twice later on. So oh, he made him pay. Um, he made him pay. Yeah. So he he's incredible, man. He um Al, do guys tenor- quit because they're hurt or do they hit quit because they can't hit him? They quit they quit because no matter what they do, they can't hit him and he stands right in front of them. He doesn't he, he's not a Mayweather, he doesn't backpedal and land shots from angles and, and get away. He stands right in front of you, makes you miss, counters with combinations. He He's 
for anybody who hasn't seen him fight, you guys gotta watch. It's ESPN. It's free. He's fighting a world class guy. Linares is the legitimate lightweight championship champion. Forget about all the belts, the WBA, WBC, all that nonsense. He's the guy who's actually the, the real lightweight champion. So if Lomachenko beats him, which he should. Um, you know, he's now the the king of the lightweights. There's tons of fights that he can make after this fight. Um, there's you know, uh, sorry, Mikey Garcia. Uh, Terrence Crawford is, is probably a little too high for him. Um, but I mean, he's, he's still going to be on his way up, but I think he'll, he'll take a, he'll take a dip at lightweight for a little bit, but it's definitely worth your time to check him out. Um, I, I personally like the under, uh, Linares has been stopped three times in his career. He is 44 and three, so he does have a great record, but, um, but I think that, that just Lomachenko will find a way to stop him probably with a body shot. Oh man. Yeah, well, Seal. That's your, you like Lomachenko, right? The, I mean, he's just a well. Well, uh, well. First off, it's hard <laughs> to follow a guy uh, like Alan Allenberg, uh, you know, who covers it uh, like he does. So, I mean, you know, as, as far as my opinion, uh, I'm just kind of squandering at this point. But <laughs> you know, uh, no, Mos kid, Mo. no Mos yeah, Mo, no Mos Mo, no Mochenko, no Mochenko, no Mochenko, yeah, so, no Mochenko. Yeah, he. Uh, uh, He's a very calculated boxer, man. Uh, um, you know, I, I watched it. I watched enough of his highlights, and you know, the last couple of fights where, um, you know, he's kind of, you know, he just outboxes guys. You know, it's crazy. Uh, uh, he's not all power, and, and you know, he's got the speed, but you know, he just, he's very calculated, and you know, like through the rounds, uh, like Alan said, I mean, like a, like a Mayweather, he can, he gets, you know, he's he's very smart. He can, you know, kind of see what's going on through rounds and. Uh, he adjusts just as quick as anybody, you know, if, if not the best at it at this point. Uh, you know, with, with Linares, you know, from what I've seen uh, or what I've read, I mean, you know, the guy's pretty, uh, you know, he's a he's a great fighter, uh, world class. I mean, he's 44-3, you know, like my guy said. But, right. I mean, with, with, the, with the way Lomachenko boxes, man, I mean, like, you know, if, he, if it gets to, like, the third or fourth round, um, it's going to be tough for anybody, not just Linares, uh to box against a guy as calculated as this because he goes everywhere from the top uh, to the body, and he, he makes you pay any time. So, you know, one of the quickest guys out, you know. That wasn't that's bad, all good he is. That wasn't bad for following Allen. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was easier because he, he gave me a spot. Gave you some stuff. Through. There yeah. you go. Right. Yeah, he gave me some ammo. So. A.B., real <laughs> quick, is, is this guy a generational fighter? I mean, is this somebody that yeah. – I mean, he's only 12 fights in, but we should start watching his boxing fans – Watch this guy fight, right? No question. Yeah, I mean, if you if you are a boxing fan, no matter the generation you're from, and if you haven't seen this guy fight yet, you're you're doing yourself a disservice. He really he's is a pre- great. He's a pretty humble guy too, right, Ellen? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's nice. I don't, I don't know if any boxer is truly humble. Um, I think sure. it just comes with the territory. Right. But yeah, as far as being a loudmouth or really talking a lot of trash, that's not really his 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 mo. He does his work in the ring. Oh man, nice. does he? Has he <laughs> ever been hit where he's been hurt out? Have you seen him ever no. been hurt? Okay. No. He his only loss he fought, which is this is just insane too. You got his about first prof- uh, forty seconds, sir. All right. His first professional fight was against Orlando Salido, which was for a world championship. And and that's the only fight he lost and it was a close decision. Since then he's rolled off ten in a row. He's amazing. Check him out. Does the he Matrix. have knockout power? Uh to be determined at lightweight. That's why the total is interesting, but I still like it under. Oh, okay. What is the total? 
nine and a half nine uh, and plus a half. money on the uh, plus money on the under, but it shifted. It was pretty much a pick 'em. Now okay. we're li- minus one forty. So all right. So for boxing fans, that's something else to look at. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the show, the breakdown of the NBA um, conference finals, as well as the NHL conference finals, and some bonus boxing talk from our uh, main guy AB. So that will do it for. The Cash Considerations Friday Night Edition, show number 66, which has a special place in my heart because the greatest hockey player of all time wore number 66, Mario Lemieux. So, hey Super Mario. sign off. Yep, we're, <laughs> we're a little shout-out to Mario. Uh, thanks, boys, for joining me. And for the listeners of the show, please follow along on Twitter and give us a, a rating on iTunes if you're listening there. And follow along in the Cash Considerations Rollover Baseball Contest as well. Thank you for listening. This has been Cash Considerations.